This is AM Rush. I am your host, Alex Mitchell. Tuesday, April 21st. Some headlines today. Mayor Bill de Blasio cancels permits for the NYC Pride Parade, Puerto Rican Day Parade, and other June events due to coronavirus. And on the topic of COVID-19, a new bilingual testing facility is going to open in Washington Heights. And Governor Cuomo says, when coronavirus is finally behind us, this is an opportunity to, quote, build back better. We'll talk more on that. One Japanese infectious disease expert is expressing pessimism about having the Olympic Games in 2021. Well, hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. I'm Alex Mitchell. This is AM Rush. First, let's talk about Mayor Bill de Blasio canceling all non-essential street events in the month of June. Now, some of the bigger ones there are the Pride March, the Puerto Rican Day Parade, and the Salute to Israel Parade. De Blasio made the announcement Monday morning during his daily coronavirus press briefing at City Hall, and these cancellations are meant to be a precaution to a potential second outbreak of coronavirus just as the city is starting to turn the corner on this pandemic. Now, de Blasio said, quote, it's not a happy announcement, but it's one that we have to make. And this is especially disappointing because this was supposed to be the 50th anniversary year of the Pride March, so hopefully that can be rescheduled at a later, more calm time. And Washington Heights is opening up a new bilingual coronavirus testing center. Now, that's going to be located at 2360 Amsterdam Avenue at 177th Street. And the new facility, like the others, will be appointment only and will have the capacity to test large numbers of New Yorkers per day. It will be staffed by community doctors who speak the same language as the patients and are capable of addressing cultural barriers to healthcare access that might affect immigrants and undocumented New Yorkers. That will be coming soon, and testing will be open between 12 and 4 p.m. each day. And as Governor Cuomo continues reporting declines in both coronavirus deaths and hospitalizations in New York, he also said this is a reason to, quote, build back better. In Governor Cuomo's press briefing, he said, quote, we went through 9-11, we were smart enough to say, How do we build it back better? You look at downtown Manhattan now, it is better than it was before 9-11. So some of the most recent statistics on coronavirus, there is an infection rate now between 0.9 and 1.2%. There are currently 16,103 hospitalizations statewide with 1,380 new cases and 478 deaths since Sunday. And after the Olympics were already postponed from this summer, one Japanese infectious disease professor says that he is pessimistic about the postponed Olympics that are now planned to happen in July of 2021. In an interview with Al Jazeera, Professor Kentaro Iwata said, quote, to be honest with you, I don't think the Olympics is likely to be held next year. Now, he went on to say that holding the Olympics needs 
two conditions, controlling not just coronavirus in Japan, but controlling coronavirus everywhere. Now, on March 18th, the Olympics were planned to go on as normal for this summer. Then, within a week, the games were postponed, given what is a clear risk that comes with hosting 11,000 athletes so closely for two weeks. Now, those games were supposed to be held in Tokyo, Japan, and when we know more about the future of the Olympics, we will let you know. Now, last week, we had on the AM New York Metro breaking news editor Todd Maisel who not only contracted coronavirus, but to be honest, he beat it like a champ. And we have a link to that interview if you want to listen to the whole thing. But afterwards, Todd donated his plasma to help other people fight off coronavirus. So now we are going to hear from Todd. We're going to talk to him a little bit and hear how that went and what the experience giving the plasma was like and what he's heard. Todd, we spoke last week about you fighting off coronavirus and and becoming healthy now. What have you done since then? Talk about the plasma donation and what that was like. The plasma. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's no big deal. I mean, uh, it, it takes half a day to get it done. Uh, you, you sit there for about an hour in a chair and, and they pump your blood and, uh, and then uh, take the plasma out and return the red blood cells. Um, it's not difficult. It's, uh, it's if you're confirmed that you're okay. Yeah, let's do it. So where did you go to get this done? Okay. Well, I called the New York blood center, um, some time back and I, and, uh, well, I didn't call them. I, I emailed them, told them that, uh, I was, uh, free of uh, any kind of fever, anything since the 15th of March. So, I I had tested on March 20th um, positive for COVID-19. I had uh, two days that I had up and down fever and I felt a little sick, but it wasn't anything that, that grounded me at all. Uh, it, it's really, it really has to be bad for, for it to, to knock me out. Um, this was real light. And so I've been pretty much free. I haven't had any fever. I've checked my temperature every single day since the since the fifteenth, and I haven't had any fever since then. And so, yeah, they wanted my plasma. So this happened at Grand Central Station, right? Yeah, they ha- the New York Blood Center has a number of locations. They don't have anything in Brooklyn, but they they do did have two in uh, in Manhattan. Uh, Grand Central being uh, one of the better ones for me. Um, it was just more convenient for me to get to. So I went to Grand Central. Uh, it was kind of funny, you know, going there. Streets are empty. Uh, save a couple of homeless people sleeping in front of stores that are closed. Um, cops standing around with nothing to do. Um, you get into Grand Central Station, and it is just empty 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 you can hear a pin drop in there um a couple of national guard a couple of cops standing around nothing to do so when you got to the testing center were there a lot of other people donating plasma um yeah as a matter of fact um i I walked in there with a young woman who uh is a speech pathologist. Uh, she was giving plasma uh when i got in there there was a another woman uh 
from the uh, cold case squad at NYPD, uh, she was given plasma. Um, I don't know how many people were giving plasma. They were also taking blood. They were taking platelets. Uh, whatever uh, was what they needed. Uh, some people uh, didn't qualify for, for uh, plasma. They qualified for blood. So they would give blood. Now, there is a blood shortage also. So they're looking for that too. And they hook you up to the, to the uh, Aspherus machine. It's a centrifuge that separates the red blood cells from the plasma. And it pump, and then when they get the plasma, they pump the blood back into your system. So they actually, so after you donate the plasma, they put your blood back into you. Yep. Wow. When you get in there, they ask you a whole bunch of questions um, uh, about uh, whether you've had any communicable diseases, whether you've been overseas, uh, anything that could put you at some sort of risk of having. Something else, even uh, AIDS, for that matter. Uh, I certainly don't want to uh, replace uh, uh, someone's uh, plasma with something that's going to give them something even worse. Uh, that 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 would be a, a whole lot of problem there. You've had coronavirus. You've now donated your own portions of your blood to help it get fixed. Out of everything, what has been your biggest takeaway? of just, not just what you experienced, but what you've seen happen to the city? What's happened to this city is, is awful. Um, that people walk around in fear of each other. Um, stores are closed. People are not working. Um, I, I don't know how the city comes out of this. Um, there's no tax revenue. There's no people on the subways really you go down there during rush hour and there's nobody there even on rush hour it's very light uh how do you keep running a subway like that um you're paying all these people for what um there's a lot of cops on the street there's nothing going on uh, except in some some of the poorer neighborhoods where they're killing each other still um there are people, homeless people sleeping in front of the storefronts that are closed. I'm seeing a lot more stores for rent. Um, and even, and, and that, that preceded COVID-19. And now there's even more. Uh, a lot of these stores will never come back. Uh, some of the ones that were on the brink are done. Uh, it, it, it's just a shame. Uh, we're going to be living in a different world, and I can only hope that we come out of this. There, there are still pockets of problems here. Um, I don't know how you explain it to uh, young people who want to get out and have a party and be with their friends, um, drink a couple of beers. Uh, sitting home is, is killing people. It's killing them. I get it. And, and it's very tough on the young people. Uh, who don't, can't, they can't stay home. They can't be by themselves. Uh, there, there, there are implications to that too, social implications, psychological. It just runs the gamut. So if you do one thing, there's a, there's a reaction, and it's not necessarily a good one. Well, Todd, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me tonight. Before I let you go, is there anything else about coronavirus, about um, donating your plasma that you want to share? It's not in the fear. 
Um, it's easy. The, the worst part of it is, is that mark on my arm. Big deal. <laughs> it's no big deal. Uh, it, it's a good idea. If you're able to give plasma, give it. If you're able to give blood, give it. You know, we got to do something for each other. And that's the best thing that we can do right now is help each other in any way we can. All right, Todd, once again, it's so awesome on how you beat coronavirus. And I hope to see a lot of other people tell a story similar to yours that they overcome this thing. All right, man. All right, Todd, take care. Thanks again. All right, that's our show. That was AM Rush. Remember, New York, we're going to get through this together. Keep fighting. The numbers are improving. There's a light at the end of the tunnel coming somehow. So remember, stay safe, be smart, keep your chin up, and wash your hands. Thanks for listening.